Today on Bible Conversations, we're going to be talking about why the church meets together in the way that it does. All right, well, welcome back to another episode. We are so happy uh, that you are listening to us. It it means a lot to us that, that you are taking time out of your day to, uh, to dig into the Word with us a little bit. And uh, today we're going to be talking about some of the events that we have and the groups that we have. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna throw around probably a couple of words that are um, <laughs> uh, I guess debatable as to whether or not it's good, such as <laughs> small groups or um, uh, fellowship groups or you know whatever the case may be. But yeah. um, but but the point that we're going to be trying to make today is the importance of being together. And so uh, I, I want to state outright that above all else, what we hope that you take away from this is the importance of being together with other Christians. Yeah. Um, and so, so anyway, I, Dylan, I'll, I'll let you kind of jump in with, with some of the groups that, that you're a part of, or that you know that we've got going on here at Keller. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, so many different ways you could, you could go with this. Like the, the first thing you think about when we talk about meeting together is obviously worship, yep. you know, that's going to be Sunday morning. Um, and then, um, if you're feeling extra filled with the spirit Sunday night and Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's the the typical time when we talk about meeting together, when we talk yeah. about fellowshipping, it's going to be Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Yep. Um, because that's the, the well, Sunday morning, that's the, the example we see in Scripture. And then Sunday night, Wednesday night are the times the elders have set up to say, hey, we're going to meet together more than just once a week. And so yes. come back Sunday night, Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, so in addition to those times of worship uh, that were instructed and that were also um, directed from our elders, yeah. um, there's so many other groups that we get together with, uh, so many other times that we get together. I mean, yeah. just this past week, we had Vacation Bible School, mm-hmm. um, and it was Awesome. Yep. You know, it's, uh, it's uh, every night, six to eight, Sunday through Wednesday. Yep. And so many kids and then their parents stay for the adult class. The teens get, yep. that come go to their teen class. And um, and it's, you know, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night and Wednesday night, um, just continually meeting. Yep. Um, but even more than that, because that's a, a very structured, a very planned out time. Yep. Even more than that, you know, we have so many events for the teens uh, really throughout the year, whether it's Devos on uh, Sunday night after Sunday night worship yep. or uh, throughout the, the summer. We have summer youth series on Tuesday nights. We have uh, what we call here at Keller Mysterious Thursdays, where we tell the kids how much money to bring and what clothes to wear so they're appropriate for the event, whatever event we're doing. Yeah. And then they just have to show up and trust us that it's going to be fun. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we have that every Thursday. Um, and then even beyond that, there's stuff for the adults. Uh, depending on what age of adults, there's all kinds of stuff for the older adults that we call 39ers, which yep. I don't know where that name came from. Maybe it's that they were born in 1939, but no, it's not that <laughs> I, I know it's not that, but I don't know what it is. So yeah. those, those of you that know what it's, what it is, you can, you can email us and let us know. Cause we, yeah. we'd love to know. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, so th- there's events for, for some of the older people, you know, we have, we have events from, for, for everybody too. So, you know, mission printing meets Monday mornings mm-hmm. and that's, that's available for anybody. That's that wants, all ages. It's yeah. all ages. Anyone wants to do that. You know, the, uh, the encouragement teams, you know, we've got four encouragement teams and, and basically the encouragement team one meets on the first Sunday and encouragement team two meets on the second Sunday and three on the third and four on the fourth and, and, and they meet together to encourage the brethren at Keller. And so it's, it's, it's a fellowship group. It's a small little group, mm-hmm. 
that meets together in order to encourage, to edify one another. Uh, we've got people that meet for prison ministry. We have people that meet for various other things. And we have Ministry Monday that we've we've yeah. started recently that, that we, we've talked about on here before. And, um, you know, 50 to 60 people are, are showing up on Ministry Mondays to, to meet and to gather and to do different things. Mm-hmm. And so we have lots of opportunities to meet together and to be together. Um, but, but you know, you look at the first century church and you look at, in, in Acts chapter 2, uh, towards towards the end of that chapter, starting in verse 42, uh, you see something really, really special, something really cool, something that I, um, I, I wish we were capable, more like, more like, and, and, and capable of doing today. And I guess capable may not be the best word, but um, but anyway, it, it says in verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship. The breaking of bread and the prayers and awe came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles and all who believed were together and had all things in common and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need and day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes they received their food with glad and generous hearts praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. The church, the Lord's church, the people of God, the the, the Christians were together day by day. Mm-hmm. They were together at, at the temple, or you know, what, what we now today call the church. Right? They were they were there. They were worshiping God, but they were also eating in, in one another's homes and sharing in the fellowship of that. And uh, you know we. We struggle with that. And that doesn't mean that all of them were always there every day, but it means that Christians were gathered every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's days where we need time off, where we need to be at home and just be away from people. You know, we, we've had our social quota filled and we yeah. need to rest, but but we need one another. And I think that became very apparent in 2020 Yeah, uh, with COVID. And that we need one another. That we need one another. And yeah. it, it, became, it became just vitally important for us that we meet together and that yeah. we be together. And now we're able to do so. We're able to be together. And I think it's just been, it's just been wonderful. Yeah. So we see example there in Acts 2 that they met together day by day. Yeah. Um, and it's not always, like you mentioned, every single um, Christian all, ev- there every single day all the time. But yeah, it was known that there were Christians meeting every day. Correct. Um, and that's... That's really, really awesome. Um, and if you I, wanted to meet a Christian, you knew where to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't remember if I've shared this story on here before or not, um, but there was a preacher uh, way long ago, probably back in like the 40s or 50s or something, um, a preacher in Nashville. And uh, when he got hired by the congregation that he was working with, um, he said that it was a goal of his that the Bible would be taught every day in the church building. Yeah. And they had a Bible class every single day. And and some days it was like a morning class, some days afternoon, some days an evening class. But yeah. every single day the Bible was being publicly taught because everybody in the community was welcome. And the Bible class grew and grew and grew so much to where their auditorium was full of a thousand people nearly every single day. Because people knew that the Bible was being taught and they would go at times that they were free. Now, it's not going to be the same a thousand people every single day that yeah. are going. Yeah. Um, but it was full every single day with new people. Yeah. Um, some of them would be the same. Some of them would go, you know, 
Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or, or whatever it may be. But every day the Bible was being taught yeah. and publicly taught and, and people were were coming in flocks because the truth was being told. And yeah. there were so many Christians that came from that, um, from that being known to the city of Nashville that the Bible is being taught here every day. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I read in the book of Acts. It's yeah. like, you know, the Christians are meeting every day, you know where to find them. And, yeah. um, and they're welcoming to everyone, um, who wants to join them. Yeah. Now, you fast forward a little bit more in the book of Acts down to chapter 12, and mm-hmm. um, it's not as public where Christians are meeting um, because being persecuted. They're being persecuted. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not, not a great thing in the eyes of public, of the public to be a Christian anymore. Yeah. Um, and so we find here in, in Acts chapter 12, around verse six or so, that, um, that Peter is in prison and, mm-hmm. um, Middle of the night, um, the, it says in verse 7, An angel of the Lord stood next to him, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up, saying, Get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands, and the angel said to him, Dress yourself and put on your sandals. And so um, the angel of the Lord gets him ready, um, walks him out of the jail, basically. Um, and Peter thinks he's seeing a vision this whole time that he's being led out of the jail by an angel. And so um, then Peter basically looks up, and, and he's sees he's out of the prison. He came to himself and in verse 11, he said, now I'm sure that the Lord has sent an angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod because yep. Peter was about to be killed. Yep. Um, Herod had, had sentenced him to death. Yep. Um, and so in verse 12, Peter kind of realized what's happening. He knows he's not seeing a vision anymore. And so um, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark. So this is John Mark, who's gone with Paul on some missionary journeys throughout the book of Acts. Yep. Um, he's the cousin of Barnabas, another well-known man who goes mm-hmm. on some missionary journeys with Paul throughout the book of Acts. Um, and so obviously John Mark lives in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. His mother's name is Mary. And so it's the house of Mary, the mother of John Mark. Yes. And so that's where Peter goes. He knows yes. he's going to find... Christians there. That's why he goes there. Yeah. Um, and so he goes to the house of Mary, um, whose mother is the mother of John Mark. Um, and it says, where many were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked on the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Recognizing Peter's voice and her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. Oh, <laughs> and so oh, Rhoda. You, you can see this, you know. All of these Christians are gathered, and I know likely what they must have been praying for was for per, for Peter. You know, yeah. they they know that he's been senten- sentenced to death. They know what um, is going to happen to him in the morning, and yeah. then all of a sudden they're praying for deliverance. Yeah, a knock on the door, and it's Peter's voice, and Rhoda's like, "Whoa, it worked!" Yeah, <laughs> um, guys, guys, guys. Yeah. But the the point that I want to take from this is that Peter knew where to find Christians. Yeah, he knew that that his brothers and sisters would be gathered together. Yep, he knew that that. He had a family in Christ, and the family is with one another. Yeah. That's something I wish we could say more of today, but also it's one of the reasons that we strive to get people together as much as we can. Yep. It's why we we started Ministry Mondays. It's why we have um, this mission printing. It's why we have encouragement teams. It's why we do stuff with the youth group, whether it's fun activities or whether it's it's uh, times of of devotion and yeah. the the reason we meet together is because it's important because every single Christian needs to know that they have a family they have brothers and sisters that are going to be gathered together yeah 
And so they they know they have a place they can they can call home temporarily until yeah. we get to our until we get to our eternal home. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean I I think the fact that Peter knew where to go is is very telling. Yeah. Um and and it's just I, I think today of you know we've got man up and God's girls that meets. We have yeah. uh we have got you know the the ladies uh at Keller have a uh, some of them have a group that they'll meet together sometimes, and yeah. uh, then you know some guys will get together sometimes in different days. Yeah, have and game nights, and game stuff. nights, yeah. and uh, you know. So, so we have we have Christians that are meeting together and doing these things, um, and and the world back then is so different than what it is today, and and so I, I think for us it's it's not going to look the same, yeah. But it has to be of a similar purpose and a similar yes. goal. Has to have the similar desire and yes. drive to say, "I want to be with yeah. with my brothers and sisters," and, and it's it's for the purpose of growing closer to God. Exactly, you know, and that adds really the bottom line is is these Christians were meeting together for the purpose of growing closer to God. They they were meeting together there and praying. Yeah, they weren't meeting together and and gossiping about other yeah. people or sharing, as we say today, sharing the tea. Right, like they were, <laughs> yeah. they were praying. Well, and that's that's the goal for for. Whenever we we join together, yeah. whether it be in times of devotion, in times of you know mission work, in times of yeah. encouragement, or in times of of just fun and fellowship, yeah. all of that should be to draw us closer to God. Because exactly. if Chris, I know that you're close to God, I want to be around you. Yeah. And if all these teens and all of you know, I'm going back to examples with the youth group, but if they all know that they're friends are close to God, they're going to want to be around each other because that's going to get them closer to God as well. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very important that we spend time with people that we know are close to God as well. Yeah. And that's, I'm going to jump forward to, to the book of Hebrews. Yeah. So we've got a few like examples for why we do some of this stuff, but yeah. we're actually commanded to do this as we well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10, uh, we're going to start in, uh, we'll start in verse 23. It says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Well, we, we're aware that nobody knows the day or the hour in which Christ is returning, but we do know that it's nearer now than it was at the beginning of our recording mm-hmm. of this podcast, and it's yeah. nearer now than it was at the beginning of today, and it's nearer now than it was last month and last year, et cetera, et cetera. It's, yeah. it's near. And so the, the point that he's making here is, listen, every second you're getting near to the day when Jesus comes back, you should be meeting together. You should be gathering together. And not just you should be gather together, yeah. meet with one another. It's it's a it's a command, right? Do not neglect to meet together. Yeah. Right? And and so we, we're supposed to meet with one another. We're supposed to be gathered together. We're supposed to spend time with our fellow brothers and sisters and we're supposed to encourage them. We're supposed to stir them up to love and good works. We're supposed to be there with them. And and I think that's that's so important. It's it's not just a yeah, well, the first century did it, and it's a good thing to do. No, no, it's not just that. It is that. It's more than that. Yeah. They did do that, and it was a good thing to do. It is also a good thing to do today, but we're commanded to do it. Yeah. We have to do it. So I want to go back to your little teaser at the beginning Well, when you mentioned small groups because there's, there's some folks that get up in arms about, like, what are you trying to 
wh- like why why are you trying to include small groups in here? We're just supposed to be gathered together as the assembly and yeah. and um and then on the flip side of things, some some folks have enjoyed so much these times of of fellowship with smaller portions. That of, they're neglecting the assembly. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. So, um, all all I was going to mention about that is far as what we get example wise and also command wise from scripture is yeah we should be meeting as much as possible even if it is in smaller groups yeah however if we decide to neglect the assembly because i just want to meet over here with you know these five other families yeah then that's still neglecting the assembly of the saints exactly um so Anyways, I, I guess I no, can just leave it at that. You, you've <laughs> got to have both. I, I really, I think that. I mean, if, yeah. if all we do so that the saints are scheduled to meet three times yeah. on two days. Yeah. Well, if that's all that we meet, that's all that we gather together. That's the only time that we see a fellow Christian. Man, that's tough. Yeah. That's brutal. If the only time that we see a fellow Christian is outside of the assembly, that's also rough. Yeah. It's also brutal. Yep. But if we see fellow Christians outside of the assembly and in the assembly and our lives now consist of spending time with our fellow brothers and sisters. That's how you're going to grow. That's how you're going to grow. Yeah. So I, I, I think you have to have both. So yeah. anyway, we we do things the way we do. And this goes back to the idea of expediency, right? We We have a command to gather together. We have a command to meet together. We have a command to be together. We're not told how. Right, we yeah. we meet in one another's homes. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, right? we're told to meet together as as one to worship the Lord. Okay, we yeah. can do that. Do not neglect the assembly. Yeah. Okay. How are we going to assemble together? Yes, then? exactly. So, <laughs> so I think it's really important that we that we utilize what we have. Mm-hmm. You know, our homes, the church building, the outdoors. Yeah. And we gather under an ice oak tree. Exactly. We gather together. So anyway, um, that's all I've got for this one. You have anything else you want to add? That is just about all for me. Um, all right. Well, if um, if any of you listening have any questions, comments, or concerns uh, about anything that we that we talk about at, at any point in time, please let us know. We uh, we want to hear from you. We enjoy hearing from you. And also, just another quick reminder: if you know the origin of the Thirty ers please <laughs> let us know because we're we're very curious. Yeah. Um, but other than that, if you could just listen for a little bit longer, you can hear how you can help us out. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to encourage you to check out our proud partners, Ministry League. They have a website as well as an app that you can download from your smartphone. Yeah, not only that, but also be sure to send us an email. You can reach us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you what your thoughts and comments are on today's episode. And if you have any questions or any comments, anything that you would like to let us know, please send us a text at the following number, 972-905-0856. Yeah, and that way we'll be able to uh, get that comment and and get back with y'all as well. And please leave reviews and comments. I know there's a lot of places that you listen to this podcast that you can leave comments and reviews. I know Apple Podcasts, I'm pretty sure iHeartRadio and others, you can uh, leave reviews and comments as well. And last, but most certainly not least, we ask that you share this with your friends. Uh, We do our best to provide 
uh, biblical and, and, and strong uh, discussion. And we hope that you can feel free to share that with everybody that you love and come in contact with. Thank you all so much for all of your support. We love you.